an overly complicated storyline teetering on a foundation of crazy accents and wigs. Just like a ton of wigs. Jamie? Right. Let's go watch Highlander. Welcome to another episode of Good Times, Great Movies. We are an 80s movie podcast in which every two weeks we watch a movie from the 80s and then we talk about that movie. Uh, I'm one of the two hosts. My name is Doug McCambridge. And with me, as always, is Jamie Lorello. Yeah. And I don't know. You and I just talked about the movie for five minutes before we even started the <laughs> intro. So I have nothing to say to you right now. Well, I have one thing to say. There can only be one. Yeah. Only be one. And I wish that one was Sean Connery for a little longer. I'm I was a little sad. I not <laughs> to spoil my views on a certain actor in this movie. I wish the one was anyone but the one that it ended oh, up being. <laughs> I completely agree. I completely agree. Is he even an actor? What accent was he using? He was supposed to be Scottish, but was he? If the worst, if the most evil character in this movie, Clancy Brown, was the last one standing, I'd be like, okay, I could deal with the world of no, this crazy numbskull. I thought he was great. I thought the bad guy he was, was great. He did a great job. I was very scared of him. I wouldn't want to be alone with him. He was very menacing. Um, <laughs> Sean Connery was majestic. Um... There are two people in this movie, and you just named them, doing a great job. <laughs> doing a great job. Just and Sean Connery, to... I can only imagine, was on set for three days. Like, oh. It was just like, I'm here. This is it. You only get – I'm not doing the accent yet. i got to save that up. But, oh, you got to save it. You know, okay. He couldn't have been there for more than a week, right? I was so sad by how short his – I was waiting. I thought – because that's – Okay, I had never seen that movie before. Had you? Were you what, a, um, a lander? A highlander? Was I was I a lanyard? One of those things you wear around your neck with like a flash drive at the end of it? Um, no, I had... I knew it was a thing. Like, yeah. I had heard the title. Sure. And I kind of knew there was a TV show. And right. when I watched it, I remember... I guess I had seen it... Not not the entire movie on cable, but I remember Sean Connery getting his head cut off. And I was like, oh, uh, that's this movie. Oh, that's um, this one. <laughs> right. But I yeah. no, but 98% of this was unfamiliar to me. 99%. You only remember the head getting chopped off, right? I'm going to say it? it was 2% of the movie because it took a long time for <laughs> Okay, you're right. You're right. That to but happen. It, it clearly wasn't his head either because when they're having their battle scenes, well, when they're on the peak, it's clearly doubles. Like... They have like red hair. It's 
Oh, there's a yeah. lot of doubles in this movie that yeah. are painfully obvious yes. because when they're having their final battle on top of, on the rooftop and then they're in an yeah. abandoned building, like uh. all of that was doubles. All of that, that whole thing, I was just like, uh. these aren't the actors, and they don't even care to make no, them they seem care. like the actors. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I agree. I agree. I noticed well, it I'm, too. I am so excited to talk about this movie because Jamie, <laughs> I do have to say. There are times when I'm responsible for walking us through a movie. I'm sitting and I'm really paying attention. I'm really trying sure. to take notes. You have to, right? And then there are other times where you have to walk us through a movie, and I am so excited to hear your interpretation well, of what we just watched. That is why I did. I mean, I took pretty good notes because, again, like you said, what what, what is this? What's happening? I'm not sure. Till at the very end, I was I did kind of have this, like, I give up. I'm not supposed to know really what's happening well, I guess I found my note taking was very easy when it got to these long fight sequences because mm. finally I could take a break and I'm like okay I don't yeah. have any questions here it's just yeah kind yeah of it's just kind of just like, yeah yeah I'm okay with that but in between every line that was uttered by someone in this movie I either had to write that line down because it made no sense yeah. or question the person saying the line and what there's a lot to go through well okay so let's just say it the movie is highlander right yep 1986 you got it nope, 86, you got it there right? you go. 1986 yeah. uh-huh. um i you did so there was the, i guess the soundtrack or some of the music was actually done by queen which was it kind of was fun. queen queen yeah, screaming it, from the beginning of this and yeah. it's not yep it's no like one. late queen. It's too. Yeah. It's not the queen that I don't know much queen. It's not going to rock. But it's not the queen I know. Yeah, like it's it not is. Gonna, yeah. Right. It's, it's like not queen, the champions. It's not. It's like uh, Queen of Van Halen just like mushed together sure. and said, "Let's pretend we're Guns and Roses." Like that All is right. what this mm-hmm. soundtrack is. But I have to tell you, when I saw that in the beginning, I was like, I was kind of pumped. I was like, "All right, sure, Queen." And then we have this like opening where we're learning about um what the 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 print the what no one has ever known before like what what is that whole opening the scroll it's not even a scroll because it's just a paragraph where i don't like it in movies when they have to have an entire scroll like that explains like an entire history of something i mean it works in star wars but that might be about it Mm -hmm. but i kind of could have used one in this movie because i don't i don't what is why are these people immortal? Like why is any of this happening? That's never uh, explained, right? N- uh, no. No. Okay. No. no. It's not like we found out that there was some <laughs> kind of um well you do I guess at some point Sean Connery's character talks about like how it's from birth that this happens, I think. Like they they know this from birth, I think. They're just the freaks, I guess. Special. Yeah. But it's not known why they're chosen or or <laughs> Or why they're chosen, or why at the end of the movie they're all in New York. I guess at the end or of this what, movie, what, what there's that four whole dudes. Quickening thing is what that thing is when they when they kind of have a convulsion and they have like an epileptic seizure oh. and their eyes roll back and the lightning strikes all around them. Like- Jamie, it's an orgasm. Let's just call it what it is because <laughs> when he kills that guy in the parking garage and he's just like, oh. Oh, oh, I was like, this is upsetting to watch. 
And I'm sure perhaps more upsetting to perform that and to just go to the director and be like, what do you want me to do? His, this, this actor, Christopher Lambert is out of his depth in this movie. I don't know what his depth is, but he is. He is terrible. I have to tell you, and I'm not going to hide from it because it's, he kind of ruined the movie for me. I felt like I could have. Possibly, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but sure. he, yeah, he, he, I had a hard time with this movie because of him, because he had this kind of, I guess he was supposed to be trying to look tough, but he looked more like he was about to take a shit all the time, <laughs> like that confused look he has on his this face. Weird, like Cro-Magnon forehead yeah, too, where this always, crease of his like, brow, yeah. Right. And that, and, and I he was supposed to be Scottish and I guess have some kind of accent, why, but... What is... I mean, we'll get into... Why is Sean Connery not Scottish? Why? Well, I love why? it. Well, he's like Spanish, but then he corrects <laughs> him and he's like, no, actually. I'm like, what does he say? He's like... He's, he's like Egyptian by yes, way of Spain. Egyptian. And I'm yeah. like, what is happening here? And why are you dressed with like peacock <laughs> And Oh, his entrance. Let's get to I have to build to that because uh, that is the best. we okay. got to build so, to it. Okay. All so right. we start oh. we, with this with this <laughs> kind of background of, of but then all of a sudden we're thrown into a, a wrestling match. My right? God. I <laughs> And I understand really I that I either. wrong movie. Like I know that this movie was about guys who sword fight and I mm-hmm. thought maybe like time travel or something and I'm watching a wrestling match. It's like this is not the right movie. Something is wrong and I've I even restarted it. Oh, you did? You were like, "Wait a second. <laughs> Try it again." Yes, cuz I watched it online and I was like I guess the wrong movies. St- this is so <laughs> dumb that I did this, but I did it because this cannot be the movie Highlander at the beginning. <laughs> but it is. And it, it takes is. a minute. And it's a, it's like we're watching the, the wrestlers kind of get introduced. We're watching a bit of the match. And, and I you're like, okay, what what's happening now? And then we focus a bit on the crowd. And the crowd is pumped for the wrestling match. Except for one man who's very serious <laughs> in his long trench coat. And he is not having this wrestling match. Oh, my God. His outfit, too. When he walks out and he's got, like, white sneakers and Jordash <laughs> jeans on, it's like if you just just put a trench coat on, like, Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> he's like, what's the deal with being a Highlander? It's it's so – he does not look cool at all no. in this movie. And, and, again, he's got that kind of pissed off or maybe I got a – sneak a fart out look about him and he leaves the wrestling match and he goes down to the parking garage and um the next thing you know he's having a sword fight with another man with a coat on with a with a long trench coat on right it's like two men in coats sword fighting we don't know where this other man came from sword fight. oh he was just there just, he was just ha- waiting just in the there. parking lot yeah. for this to happen oh. he's um and now we're, we're sword fighting, we're jumping on cars, we're slashing pipes down in the parking garage. These now swords cause sparks. Everything they hit sparks. Oh, yeah. He hits a car once and it practically bursts into flames. Mm-hmm. There are just sparks and at one point the, the sprinklers start yeah, in the parking garage. Yeah, now we're wet and we're sword fighting. Right. Yep. <laughs> 
And that – so he's fighting a guy who – all of these people are immortal, right? Right. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. So he's fighting a guy, but this guy looks like he's in his mid-50s. The amount of backflips that guy does at one point. In- <laughs> <laughs> I just, Over the cars and everything. I was audibly laughing at so many points in this movie where I don't think I'm supposed to it's laugh. It's not supposed to be a funny But when he's action. just – when Christopher Lambert is hiding behind a car and you just see a guy go – <laughs> and it just keeps going, just backflip upon backflip. I'm like, what is he doing? This is an inefficient way to get away if that's what he's trying to <laughs> do. Inefficient. What finally ends the battle is um, is our, our our trench coat guy from the wrestling match, who we later find out is Connor McLeod. Also, um, what's his other name? I don't know. I wrote it Nash, down. Like, Nash, yeah, I Nash. Think it's his, Russell like, Nash. But. I don't think yeah. anybody ever says his first name, but yeah, it's Nash. Nash. Um, he cuts his head off. It's just, and all of a sudden it just happens. Like they're fighting, and then it's like, and the head's gone, and I'm like, oh, all right. Well, that's how we ended that fight. Anytime and, someone gets their head cut off in this movie, it's kind of like they just go, all right, time to cut my head off now. I'll just stand here and kind of let this happen. And it's it's like one. That's the mm-hmm. the knife, the sword. However, does get caught. This is a notable thing because there's some research, but it does oh, get caught uh, in the pipe, right? Research? You mean when yeah. the woman goes into the parking garage with a metal detector? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, isn't there rebar under all this concrete? Like, wouldn't the metal detector just sense metal? I mean, I like that one. she finds a piece of the sword, but I'm like, why? I'm <laughs> She's another one I could have done without. Well, she has no charisma. There's, I mean, she and him are just like two mannequins, like having sex at one point because neither of them are charismatic. Yeah, that was another scene. I was like, all right, do we need them to make the love? And I'd rather he just be with his little Scottish wife that he was so into, you know? Or his secretary. I enjoyed his secretary. Oh, yeah, his secretary was very pleasant. And he seemed to care for her. Rachel? Rachel might be Rachel, my favorite yeah. person in this movie. <laughs> Rachel, that's right. He was like, I'm leaving I'm leaving things to you, Rachel. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, after he beheads this man, all of a sudden, what we come to know as the quickening, <laughs> but it's just this kind of zap of energy, this orgasm, if you will, happens to him. And then all of a sudden, we're transported to medieval times. But, but okay, fifteen thirty six. Right? I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to dig too deep into the mm. quickening because I don't know. Maybe Highlander two, the quickening, gets into what it is. But well. like, does he get their energy or life force or like it's not just when one of these people die, like everything explodes because it does. But it mm-hmm. seems like the person who kills them is affected by it. Does oh, that make yeah. sense? Yeah, the person that is does the beheading, the the winner, I guess, of the battle. Yeah, but definitely gets this like it's like a charge. I guess, yeah, I guess. but it's another one of those things in this movie that is never explained. Like mm. Sean Connery, Sean Connery is there and he shows up for to just dump exposition and be like, "This mm-hmm. is why everything's happening," mm-hmm. but he doesn't explain anything. Well, he does. I mean, he says it's happening now. It's happening. But even when. When the quickening happens for the two of them, it's because they're running really. Like, don't they just oh, have a moment where they're, they're like, the beach. It's I happening! Love that. 
But what is no happening? No one loses their head for that. Because he's quickening. just like, look at that stag. I can't do the accent. But he, he <laughs> says, that, oh, no, you're spitting out your wine. <laughs> are, you still, are you drinking that out of a mason jar <laughs> per usual? But he even says that. He's like, look at the stag and, and, and uh, try and make a connection with it. Yeah. And, and he does. And they're running. He's like, I can feel it. And I don't understand what he means or what that does. And then at the end of the movie, he's like, I know what everyone on the planet is thinking. I, Presidents I, and surgeons. And I'm like, what are you talking about? What does this mean? It must be a connection to, like, the deeper. And I guess the more other Highlanders you kill, the con- more connected you become. Well, I have and a the, problem with that. I don't, don't like know it. that they're... You can correct me if I'm wrong. Right. Are they... Highlanders, or is he just from the Scottish Highlands? So he's Highlander. Uh, well, there can only be one. <laughs> I know I'm very clear on that. Okay. <laughs> right? They made that clear. <laughs> so, but I don't perhaps... think they're Highlanders. Like they never, they only refer to him as Highlander, and I think it's only his other Scottish buddies at the beginning. Like he doesn't refer to. Whatever Clancy Brown's monster character is. A oh Highlander, yeah, right? he is not a Highlander. No, he's but just another. So they're just immortal of... things. Yeah, beings. they're okay. another. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, this movie should not be this complicated. I feel like it is because <laughs> it's just dudes fighting with swords, really. No, it's much more than that. It's <laughs> it's the McClouds and their clan. Yes, and the victory they have. I do like. We do a couple back and forths at time. Which gets confusing. A couple. Because it happens so uh, kind of abruptly. And, yeah. and what we see kind of like between the time periods doesn't make sense, right? Or it does, but it, it feels... Most of it makes sense. The The part that makes the least sense is when he's having the duel with that guy. That makes the least sense. When they're in their powdered wigs and they're having their powdered uh, wig duel. Yes! That what makes the that? least that is that is unnecessary. That shouldn't yeah. be in this movie at all. So silly. That makes the yeah. least sense because ninety percent of what we see is him in Scotland during like his first and second life, I guess. If we well, and I guess kind of that. yeah. I so the first view we get of him is with his his sort of clansmen, his tribe, his people, his family. Um, and kind of getting to know him, I guess this was before he realized he had any kind of a power, right? Right. And they're going into battle as a clan. I like it on their way into battle. Is it him or one of his clansmen that says how I, I peed my kilt the first time we were in battle? Yeah. <laughs> I laughed out loud for that. <laughs> and um, it's a pretty good line because the other guy's like, the first time. <laughs> and then they laugh. <laughs> but the, the battle's about to begin and now they're going to battle – Who's later this this really bad looking dude with right. like kind of a, a a skull a weird like yeah they refer animal. to him as uh, what do they call him like the a Krogan? Kurgan yeah Kurgan yeah the Kurgan like a, yeah he's yeah. Russian right is he supposed to be Russian or did oh I, I just have think? I have no idea I don't oh. think so because he's fighting in Scotland I don't I just thought he was from another Scottish tribe. But you're right in that he's decked out in skulls. Like, he's just wearing skulls. He's got one on yeah. his head. And he has them on his shoulders. Yeah. And yeah. he does look really, like, super badass. And 
you were right. We talked about it earlier. Like Clancy Brown is just he's having a ball in this movie. Oh and yeah, he's got this throaty girl, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'll get you. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, I know. I have one of his lines written down later. I'm prepared to deliver it. Oh great. Um, <laughs> yeah. Is it when he's in the church? I hope so. Because oh, I love such that. A good scene. So good. <laughs> The McClouds, when they go to fight this this bad, this Kurgan and his crew, right? Mm-hmm. For some reason, no one will touch Connor McCloud. Well, the Kurgan even dad. says he's like nobody touches. Oh yeah, that's he's right. He's mine. Don't don't that's touch right. him. And it's great because Connor McCloud's out there and he's like, what? Nobody will fight me. Why is nobody fighting me? And he seems, and he doesn't even try and cut other people. He just stands there while fighting. Well, other people are dying around him. Yeah, his clansmen are like getting stabbed around him, and he's like, I don't understand. Um, And then he's ready to fight, though. Like he's got his sword. He's ready. (laughs) Well, is he really ready? Because we find out that he's not. Yeah, he's not. When the bad guy comes to him, he's just like, I think he says like. Oh my God! Or like, dear God, as he's approaching him because mm-hmm. he's on horseback or whatever. Plus, the guy's dressed in skulls. Like so, that is yeah, terrifying. That's a little alarming, yeah. But he stabs him right in his side. He stabs him immediate. Like it is yeah. literally like There's he no rides fight. up, and I'm yeah. like, oh, cool! Our first epic Here battle. Comes. <laughs> right. Nope. Done. 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 That's it. <laughs> and then we're back to the parking garage. We should say this. We mm. did just see Connor McCloud cut a guy's head off in a parking garage. And this Kurgan, dressed in skulls, stabs him a lot in the stomach and then right. goes to cut his head off. But his friends, like, jump the guy. So he doesn't oh, get a that's chance right. That's right. to so cut his head off. off his right. head. That's right. Yes. So McCloud's head doesn't get chopped off. But now, again, we're back in the modern day. <laughs> And McLeod is without kilt and in a white Porsche of some kind and trying to kind of it, flee the scene, I guess. He's trying to drive off from, from the parking garage. Mm-hmm. And he has a he gets arrested by some cops who tell him, don't move, don't even breathe. They're tough cops. Well, they're tough. Um, yeah, they're tough cops. Yeah. They're New York City cops, which I didn't think they were New York City cops because in this movie early on, Several people are wearing Baltimore Orioles hats. Yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. if you noticed that, and I was like, "Oh, I guess he's in Baltimore." And then everything takes place in New York. And it's like, why were there just reporters? And the guys are all reporters. I'm like, what is? Are they sports reporters? And they're like in town for a Orioles Yankees game, don't and they just over. had to start reporting on this beheading. But yeah, that happened after the wrestling match, right? Yeah. But he is he is arrested. I have a lot of questions about this arrest too, because so much of what happens doesn't. This is not police work, right? No. Like no. he's fleeing the scene of a crime where a man's been beheaded. He's the yeah. only suspect. But he's not really being booked. He's only being questioned. What, right? what, they what really only the, took him in for questioning. You absolutely. Because later he's just completely released. He's back at work. Later he's like, "So what? The, what is the, what are the charges? Am I booked?" And they're like, uh, "No, nothing." And he's Not like, yet. "I guess I'm just going to leave now." And I'm like, "You punched, <laughs> you punched two police officers, mm-hmm. one outside the parking garage, another in the interrogation in, well, room." Yeah, but that guy was a little intense. 
that police officer. But still, uh, come on, Jay. Yeah, like, he punched two cops. Yeah, yeah, Those yeah. cops are not letting him go. And also, he's the only suspect that they have. Yeah. Like, yeah. you can't hold him for 24 hours. He can no. just leave. No, he's, you know what? He's got all his antiques to deal. So he's got to get back to his job. Right. I and I love all their, everything they say. The one guy's like, you know what I think? I think you went down there to buy this valuable sword. <laughs> you didn't like the price, so you got his head off. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's what? exactly what happens. That's what crazy antique dealers do all the time. <laughs> right, exactly. And the other guy's like, I think you went down there to get a blowjob, and then you yeah. killed him. Oh, like, yeah. What is yeah, they, they, call him a, they call him a homo or a fag <laughs> yes. or something, and they're like, I know what it is. And again... Our McLeod's got this, like, look in his eyes, like, uh, I just ate a really bad ham sandwich. I don't yeah, know. If there's a guy you did not let leave the police station, it is this creepo. It's this creep, Especially yeah. because when he's not uttering terrible lines, he's also going, <laughs> His laughter in this movie was troubling. All of him in this movie was troubling. Let's just get real about it. Oh, he's an antique dealer, by the way. If we didn't say that, he's an antique yes. dealer because if you live forever, it's you a know good business to get into, yeah. right? I agree. Yeah, that's not a bad history to that. He's he must bring some of his own antiques. Plus, he brings his knowledge, right? Know, yeah. of, of said antiques, he knows everything. When he opens that wine, he's like, ah. Oh 1782. It was a very good year. What am I? Yeah, and her response <laughs> to that was like, wow, that's nice. Wow, that's really old. She says, wow, that's really old. Are you kidding me? We're sipping a brandy. It's not a wine. I think he said it's a brandy. Okay. From like, from like uh, 17-something. She's like, yeah. that's really old. No, really old is like, it's 1986 and this brandy <laughs> is from like the 20s. Like, that's really old. That's like, really old. This is. Why are we drinking this? Is this, this still good? Yeah. <laughs> he just brought this over. And I like how he brought it over and looks at it and admires the brandy that he brought over. Like, I did yeah. not know it was this old this, when I right? grabbed it. <laughs> I like how later when she does find out, like, she's not at all surprised. Well, obviously. Yes, uh, of course she's, she's from the 50s. She's totally like, into it. Like, she's, it's she's, not that she's it's not, not surprised. It's not shocking. She's never doubtful. Like, how could this be? This is impossible. You couldn't. She was like, well, that makes sense. That's why he has such old brandy. No, That's literally, so he's like, board. I was born in 1512, and I cannot she's like, be I killed. And it is just like smash cut to nudity and they are just getting down. Like it's it's not even a subtle it's just like, like that's, that's it. You say that and that's it. Panties drop going for it. Like it's crazy. So after he fights with the cops, we go back to, to the medieval times where he's pronounced dead, even though he's clearly still breathing. Because he's because then then we're back to the modern day. That's where the, the the chaos of the investigation goes on and the yelling where the cops are yelling at him and and oh I no wait <laughs> I do like when the cops are down then and they're kind of doing their uh their detective work down at the scene of the crime, right? Where the body's <laughs> yes. been decapitated. The one detective actually trips over the body. Did you, did you catch that? Yeah. When he's like walking mm-hmm. Yeah. There's one body in this entire garage. <laughs> He trips over it. <laughs> it's not like a scene where there's 50 bodies and no, you kind of have to chaos. make your way right. over the legs. And then um, 
But then you're right. Then. Well, sorry, and and, no. and it's just because I skipped it in my notes, but I don't want to skip the fact that, that back in medieval times or whatever, mm-hmm. he is pronounced dead but doesn't yeah. die. Well, we don't know that yet. Right now he's pronounced dead, but we don't what? know yet that he's not dead. Oh, we have to have god. another flashback. Oh my god, okay. I got to okay, I got to just leave this to you because yeah. my notes are so scattershot. No, no, I mean much as this movie <laughs> Well, right, right, exactly. So it doesn't. He's pronounced dead, but now we're back to the to, to the detectives, and then we do we see the. Um, I kept thinking he was Russian, but he's not that, or whatever he is. That Krugin, the bad guy, Kurgan, who is now yes. also in modern times, and he checks into that hotel um, with his own sword and a very long ponytail, like a crazy long. Yeah, I'm for as bad as his hair cutting job was. I was oh, yeah, glad he, he cut, his, cut hair. his hair. Yeah, the, it was. Jamie, can we talk about the amount of wigs in this movie? Like <laughs> the wig budget alone must have been through the roof because every time we go through history, Connor McCloud is just wearing wig after wig. Sure. I don't even know when we see him most of the time. Is that his real haircut? Because it looks terrible. It's terrible. It looks like Frankenstein's hair. Like it's like it looks. Yeah, it's like it weird looks flat on the volume. top, and then these weird like bangs that kind of hang away from his <laughs> forehead, <laughs> like several inches. When he was in Nazi Germany for eight seconds in this oh, movie, right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get his hair slicked back, and I was like, oh, he's a pretty good looking guy. A better like, look for him. What sure. is why? Why isn't that his eighties look? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, it's it's. He's bad. He's bad. <laughs> he I just want to understand why they chose him. I I I really rarely when we watch a movie mm-hmm. do I then want to do a lot of research about it, but I want to understand because everything other than the main female character, all the other casting is pretty good. Sure. Even his first wife who wants to burn him. Like, I even thought that woman was pretty great. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, so I don't know how he got the lead role in, I, in this movie. And then in the in the sequels, which I I don't know, but he's in all of them, isn't he? He is the No, um, he's... Uh, I, I read that in the third one, I think the main guy is um, Mario Van Peebles. Oh! They went... <laughs> Well, they wanted to. I, they went with a more, or maybe he's the bad guy. I'm not sure. Um, I could be wrong, but I know that he was not the star of the TV show. I know that was a different guy. Well, clearly they had to make ends at some point, but but I don't. I don't know. I don't was know. it his look? Because, like you said, with the hair and everything else, it's not look? like the look was. That's selling not a it for look. Me. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, you want somebody who is somewhat handsome, right? I mean, you don't even need that. You need someone who is at least charismatic. Like, I was going to say the charisma would take him a long way. If yeah. you have lived for hundreds of years, yeah. you've Thousands. picked up some ways about you. Like you know how to interact with human you beings. You have a bit of charm to you. <laughs> right? you have a exactly. bit of charm. Exactly. Yeah. And he's got none of that. Zero. Zero. Mm-mm. None. Now, I'm not saying this movie isn't worth watching. 
But <laughs> well, we're getting yeah, to but, the worth watching part. We're getting to the worth watching part. It doesn't last long, but there is a worth. Are we really? Part. I have no idea what you're leading up to here. So let's. Just, oh, you're leading up to Sean Connery. Okay, yeah, of course okay. I am. All right. <laughs> all right. So so uh, all right. So we have our bad guy. He comes. He gets the ho- his a hotel room. He's obviously in town now to meet up with McLeod. Highland or whatever. Um, you talked about yeah. his hair, but he's insane because, like, his neck. Oh, he's, he's got, got that this scar. Huge yeah. scar on his neck. And he's, he's got one dressed, by his eyes. Yeah, he's dressed in leather and mm-hmm. he's kind of like a scuzzy hotel. Kind of punk like, rock. Run by yeah. punks and then, like, yeah. one old black drunk sitting in the corner. Just that they keep yelling at. Yeah, they're like, stop talking to him. Right. Don't communicate with the people. I yeah. wanted to spend more time in that hotel. That could be a movie right there. I agree. I agree. There was some fun times to be had there. I totally agree. We already talked about when the woman goes back with the detective lady. And I don't know her name at all. The, the lady detective. That nope. He later no idea. I just call her lady cop. Because oh, yeah, she is detective. also like a metallurgist. Is that right? Is that? No. I don't know what you're trying to because say. Because she's not a cop. <laughs> uh, she specializes in metals. <laughs> like, that is her job uh, at this police department. Oh, but she's like an investigator of some kind. Because he, when she tries right. to tell him that she works for the, the Museum of Art or something or... or yeah, but he, she's lying. She's written a book and he right. knows that. Exactly. He owns her book or whatever. That's the gift he brings her. Yeah, but she specializes in metals. Yeah. Like metallurgy. Oh, my God. Am I just making up a discipline? Yeah, I don't think that's yeah. the nope, word that you're looking for. That's not it. Nope. I'm you just, could say just, it. It's it starts with metal, yeah. and then there's other letters at the end of that, and that's and what she specializes And it means that she's in. professional in metals. But it is such a weird, like, specific thing at this police department because she's not a detective. Like... She's not just a regular cop. Oh, right. She has a strange specialty. And I like after he cuts that guy's head off in the parking garage, he just kind of like tosses his sword up into this thing that looks like a chandelier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The cops don't look up, I guess, during this investigation because he then goes back for it. And that's when Lady Cop finds the little bit of sword in the... With her metal detector. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, God. So the lady and he, this is their first meeting. Right? Oh, it's a when great he meeting. Goes, it's a great meeting. This is, God. She goes, she's like, she can't believe she found this possible. What, what she's found is that because she's a metal RG, she knows that mm. the metals that were in this sword belong to a very, very old sword from like Japanese times, I guess, right? Yeah, sure. Um, Japanese times, as though <laughs> like that place exist anymore. does not exist. <laughs> Remember when Japan was a thing? <laughs> from like ancient I should have clarified, sorry. <laughs> So she's kind of blown away by the research that she's doing. So she goes to the bar and orders a drink. A, a really, she gets, makes the bartender keep pouring, and um, he he's just leaves there. the bottle for her. Which I'm like, you can't do that at a bar. I don't think you just leave a bottle for somebody. <laughs> and she doesn't pay for it at any point. I don't nope. think. I, I think she just drinks it. Let me just walk you home, which is the creepiest thing. <laughs> Ladies, because you know. she doesn't know who he is yet. No. She doesn't know that he was in the questioning or he was in the interrogation. Yeah. Right, 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 exactly. Right, but then how does he? Because <sighs> I have I have a crazy picture on my in my notes. Um, I wish sometimes you could see them. 
Are you so, drawing pictures? You're drawing pictures in your well, notes? Well, because all of a sudden, so they go out into the street. She goes to kind of leave. She decides to follow him, right? Because he leaves. She decides to see where he's going. Right, exactly. And then all of a sudden, the bad guy just appears. <laughs> like, he's like, boom! Like, his face is right there. And that's what I drew in my notes. It was like his crazy, scary face. It is like, pretty great, because... He hits on her at the bar so creepily. This guy has such a date rape vibe to him yes. throughout this entire movie. And he's like, let let me walk. I want to walk you home. And she's like, no, 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 creepo. I'm cool. But then she waits for him outside, like around the yeah. corner. Yeah. But I don't understand why. Like, she she has no reason to believe that he is connected to this sword chunk that she found. But she tails him through the alley and right. yes, then monster Clancy Brown shows up right. and they have a fight for a little while. <laughs> and she watches their fight, right? Right. And then all of a sudden police helicopter. It's a helicopter. It's a helicopter that rises. They are at street level. <laughs> this helicopter rises seemingly out of the sewer. Doesn't make any sense. Just <laughs> appears and then yells at them like, hey, stop that. And then Clancy Brown runs away and the the guys in the helicopter are just like, uh, they kind of look around like, what do we do? What and is they that? just yeah. fly away. I love how whenever, now this is supposed to be New York, right? Fights happen. Sure, maybe sword fights don't happen all the time. But every time a fight breaks out, people are very concerned. What about later when there's their sword fighting and a guy with a machine gun comes I to break love, up the fight? There is, <laughs> and, and then it's like what? hordes of prostitutes show up. And oh, then yeah. just, a, just an elderly couple out for a drive. <laughs> just driving. This oh. New York is great. This is before, like, I guess Giuliani sent all the homeless people yeah. to an island to be murdered. This was in Koch's days. This was <laughs> right. in Mayor Ed Koch's days. Right. Crazy time. Yeah, he didn't care. Uh, we we flip back then. All right, so we're done. They They fight, but there's no real... It's just kind of their introductory fight. Right? I do want to say that for all the problems with accents and, and line delivery and everything that I have, there yeah. is really funny Foley work. And I talked about the fact that he wears these white sneakers everywhere. Oh, yeah. When he's running down the street, it's like someone has tap shoes on. Like, he just oh, yeah, jumped here. He's tapping. And I'm like, no, there would be no sound. I have no idea why you're doing this. He's not wearing heels. No, but it is like it's a it's a audible I literally went through my notes. I I just scrolled down, and there's so many sentences that just end with the word "what" and then a question mark. Because you're you're thinking like this helicopter when it comes down. Yeah. What? But then their fight kind of just ends. Well, the police, the the helicopter interrupts it, and then we're we're back to medieval times. Yes. And McLeod, who we thought was pronounced dead, is now alive and well, and he shows up in this pub, and everyone thinks he's alive now because the devil is in him, right? That's kind of... (laughs) I'm alive now. (laughs) Why are you so afraid of me? (laughs) I'm Scottish, right? (laughs) Maybe that's why I thought they were Russian, because he's supposed to be Scottish, but he's got this weird... Like Soviet accent, I don't even and know. He's French too. Like in real life, he's French. Oh, so, he. Yeah, and I believe this is his first English-speaking role. Mm, they shouldn't have let him speak. That's where they got in I trouble. I would not be surprised if somebody said he learned English on set. 
<laughs> These are your lines. This is how you say this word phonetically. Do you think you can handle it? Go for it. We're rolling. Just say it. Don't even bring any emotion to it at all. Just say it. That's why he looks so confused because he's like, this is English. I am on screen with Sean Connery and he is not the main character? What is happening? What is happening that Sean Connery... More Sean Connery. I want to <laughs> chant it. All right. So in medieval times, um, he is alive and the town thinks he's the devil. And because of that, they want to beat him up for being alive, basically. Just beat him they to want to death. kill him for, for living. They want to kill him for uh, living. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> and no one more than his love interest. Oh, yeah. This woman... When that guy's like, let's just banish him from the town, she's like, ah, oh, no, you can just burn him. Let's just burn him. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Everyone seems cool with him just leaving. You want him dead. Well, there's one guy that, because they're going to, they're going to like burn him. They're going to beat the crap out of him. His best, he's like looking at his best buddies. He's like, how? If we were friends, now you want me dead. They put him in one of those yoke things. Like they would put the ox in, right? Yeah, yeah. He's like in the stocks. Like in the stocks. But they're not, you know, they're not hooked into the ground. And one of the dudes just lets him go. He looks at his friends for help. And I love how his friend pushes one guy out of the way just so then he can punch him. Right, right, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but his one friend lets him go, and then we get shots of him still in these stocks for a while, just wandering, just wandering through him. the town. Yep, just wandering through the town. Just not even the town, the countryside. Yeah, he's just he's been banished from his his town and where oh, he lives, God. and he has to run off, <laughs> and he just wanders through the land, looking pathetic. <clears throat> but not for long. No, because we're back to modern day, and um. He lives in this apartment that has, like, this secret layer to it. His apartment is amazing. (laughs) Like, it is amazing. Because he either lives – I believe he lives both above his – His antique shop. Antique shop. And also below. Because sometimes (laughs) he seems to live in this underground cavern of, like, secret treasures – but then he's also up where you can see the skyline and everything like that. Yes. It's yeah. huge, by the way. It's a confusing it, layout. Yeah, right. But it is it is expansive. Yeah, I agree. It's it's here where he, he sits in his secret lair and he thinks about his days of <laughs> welding and making love to his lady, right? All of a sudden we get he's he's reminiscing of the times, I guess, when he was now free from the, the people that, that banned him for living. Um, and he must have met another woman. Who, who Somehow, loves him for from for somewhere? Him. Yeah. Yep. Maybe she freed him from from the, the his constraints. Um, and and he's living what seems like a nice, simple life, making love and making swords. Just in the countryside, <laughs> they just have like yeah. two sheep and a goat. Like that's yeah. it. Yep. They <laughs> live in a beautiful, like stone sort of mm-hmm. home of sorts. And then all of a sudden, oh. and I literally have here underlined. The magnificent Sean Connery <laughs> he appears. He is magnificent. Peacock feathered on a white horse with this red, like, velvet cloak of a garment. Nah. I he's don't, amazing. I don't know what he's wearing. 
And again, this is why I think that he was only on set for a couple days because that's all he's wearing in this movie. That's the only outfit that we assume that weeks, if not months, have gone by. But anytime we see the two of them together, he sometimes is sans hat. Sometimes he doesn't have that hat on. Oh, yeah, sometimes he does. But when he has that hat on, it is the craziest outfit in this movie. And then, like you said, he says his name is. He's, I think his name is something. Spa- I don't even know his name oh, in it. Like, Jamie, I have it written down. Hold on, because it is so no, long. It is Spanish, Juan, Juan Sanchez Villalobos uh, <laughs> Ramirez. I, I can't even do that. I, I can't. I was workshopping my Sean Connery, and I thought Where it was good, it? but it's terrible. He's got five names. Yeah, he's got a long name, and then, like you said, he's got this like Juan Sanchez Ramirez, yeah. but he's. Egyptian. He's Egyptian. Yeah. <laughs> because at one point he, he refers to him as Spanish. He's like, I'm not Spanish. I'm Egyptian. Why would you assume I'm Spanish? Because of my terrible Scottish accent? Why am I just not Scottish? It is it is insane that the one Scottish actor they got, they made they don't him make him be Scottish. I know. I know. I, I don't I, 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 And... I don't know. I don't know because we don't get it in his background. We don't know. Like, maybe he was Egyptian 500 years earlier. Well, we know he's been around a long time. Oh, my right? God. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I said it before, but it is funny and also sad to watch Christopher Lambert act opposite Sean Connery. Like, oh, it hurts. It, it really does hurt because yeah. Sean Connery doesn't give a shit and he is still acting circles around this guy he glows he he this is my favorite part when he shows up i was like here we go now now here starts the movie this is when we're really mm-hmm. gonna see he's gonna train him he's gonna he does kind of go through a training sure. a short little training phase with him but then i would have okay, i would have liked i would have liked a longer montage i would have i wanted, I wanted a longer training montage. I wanted more locations. I I just yeah. wanted more of everything. I thought so. Okay, since since I didn't know this movie, sure, at all. I mean, I knew of it, but I didn't know anything. I I thought that it was Sean Connery that was the Highlander. I thought it was him. That was well because he's from articulate. he's from Scotland, oh. Jamie. Well, because it's Sean Connery, and even that outfit begs to be seen throughout. Just his, <laughs> and it's not. It's yeah. like a little bit of the middle. It's like uh, I don't. Know. In a, in like a weird you... way, this doesn't happen in movies a lot. It happened in like uh, Psycho, where Janet Lee is killed like twenty minutes into the movie. Yeah. And then and you want more. there's that movie. Oh, what's that movie with Kurt Russell and um, oh, and they're they're on a plane and there's Overboard? like terror. Overboard? Nope, You're nope, nope. There's okay. terrorists on a plane and they're trying to take over a plane. Maybe it's not even Kurt Russell. Uh, Steven Seagal's in it. But anyway, in, in that movie, like Steven Seagal, you think he's the main character and he dies within like ten oh, minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. if Christopher Lambert, like at the end of this, was killed. By the Corgan or the Kragan or whatever, and then it was Sean Connery's revenge movie. That would be uh, so. Great. I'll take it. I'll take it. That would I'll be take so, it so much. It would be because you're following this guy that you don't mm-hmm. like because he's not charismatic. 
Right. And then suddenly we're in present day and he's killed. And then Sean Connery, like, jumps in a window in modern day New York. I would have loved it. I would have loved it. I agree. That would be I agree. If he appeared in. Yeah. And he doesn't, though. No. He doesn't come to our modern days. What? He doesn't. No. He doesn't make it. No. No. They must have been like, listen, Sean. We're 20 minutes from your house in Scotland. Like, we're filming right down the road. $3 million for five days' work? And that was it. Like, that's the only He's way like, I can imagine. Can I wear my can I wear my... I'm going to dress myself. Is that okay? I'm going... Listen, I got the script. I understand that I'm... Scottish in the script, but I, I've decided to make a few changes. I'm now Spanish I'm by way of yeah. Egypt. Is that okay? I'm also going to bring a great costume that I have from home. <laughs> I sometimes just like to prance around the house and call myself the con man and just wear this. And I'm just going to show it's, up. Is that look, okay? It's good. It's I'm trying. I'm trying better. more. The more, the more you I do, do it, it if I had just done yeah. this from the start and done the entire podcast this way, you should have just did the whole thing. See, yeah. you thought okay. I was wandering around in the forest in Oregon just by myself, not doing anything. Nope, I was no, working you were this. Rehearsing, up. you were like, "Try it, Trish. Try it, Trish." I think there's a bear over there. <laughs> I gotta go back. This is scary. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, he's oh. around for a bit. And why, like, why does sometimes um, Christopher Lambert has, like, blue yarn tied in his hair? Did you notice that? He's got, like, these weird blue pieces of yarn tied in his horrible dreadlocks. Like, his hair is just dreadlocks. In... Well, yeah, once he once he leaves his, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a hot mess. When he's with his woman. <laughs> sure. Heather. Oh, is Heather that her is name? Heather? Heather? Yeah. 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 It was somebody from, like, I assume Heather herself did her old age makeup because that was fucking awful. Oh, my God. That, that was, was a goddamn travesty. When I saw her, I was I was laughing. Like, it looked like bad makeup from, like. I did, too. I was like, wait, now she's old? What? It was like a Tales from the Crypt episode level of yes. old age makeup. It was, yeah. it was awful. It was so sad. I agree. Like, just do the League of Their Own thing. Like, get an old woman who looks like her, put her in, and it's fine. If you really need to do the voice over hers, fine. But nobody knows what Heather sounds like. Like, it doesn't matter. Get an old woman, like an old hunched-over woman. It would be so much better than the reveal of her carrying a baby goat up. Well, because they can't have real babies. (laughs) But she loves those goats like they're real Why babies. are these immortals <laughs> infertile? What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> they can't procreate. That's I don't think it's... Uh, he, and I like when Sean, like, you can't ever have babies. <laughs> you can never have babies. I had three wives. I never had babies. Three wives? You're like a thousand years old. <laughs> I know. I, again, I would expect it more. And he's such a ladies' man. Like He's kind of like... Mine. Okay, wait, 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 wait. To stay with the order of things. He's got all the charisma um, that Christopher Lambert does, and, and Christopher Lambert, like, had three wives. It's true. Yeah, but for each different time period. And this is where, see, who's this, like you said, Heather, this little, this, this wife that he meets 
at, at this time period. I wish it just ended there. He didn't need to fall in love with the detective metallurgist, no. whatever she is. Metallurgist. No metallurgist. I'm going to type that into I Google as we go and make sure it's a thing because I think it is, but I'm wrong. <laughs> the lurgist. It doesn't seem accurate, but maybe you are. I won't. I won't disagree. I mean, I will. No, but. please disagree because if I'm... <laughs> Oh, metallurgist did not match any documents. <laughs> what documents? What am I looking for? Did you know? By the way, if you looked really quickly, because they show she wrote a book, right. metallurgist, um, about swords that he reads at a certain point. And if you look closely, she's from Scranton. Did I did that? not see that. I love the local <laughs> shout out. There's yeah, there's a little bio on her back and it, it or the back of the book and it says something about her being from Metallurgists um, are material scientists who specialize in metals such as steel, aluminum, iron, and copper. All right, all right. Nowhere in here does it say something about how they can get a job at a police department though. <laughs> well, police departments that are investigating swordsmen's yeah. killings. Well her maybe. her career as an author, I guess, didn't pan out. Right, so she's like, I could be a cop, I guess. She's like, they'll need my information on metals when they solve yeah. my metal crimes. Oh, but um, <sighs> I, I, I mean, I know we we talked about he and Sean Connery like prancing down a beach together. Um, oh, they're on the boat they're, together. Oh, my God. They're other. on a boat. Yeah. Oh, my God. He tips the boat. Oh, what about that? What about I how? I can't swim. Don't oh, the Yeah, boat. he's afraid of the swim. water. And then he goes. Sean Connery's like, you, you, you can't die. You're not going to drown. And he pushes him off and he's underwater. He's like, hey, 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 I can breathe. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He walks around underwater. He has a good little time because he realizes he makes bubbles. He makes bubbles. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's breathing. Like how? Oh, my God. Like how is it not? What about he, when he gets back onto land and the fish falls out of his pants? <laughs> Okay, there were times in this movie where having a dim-witted dum-dum who can't speak the language and looks insane yeah, it was, kind was of great. Because as yeah. he emerges from the water, like, it is just this, there's no emotion. There's, like, nothing there. Mm-mm. But it works Mm-mm. as he, like, slowly rises. And then as he's talking, fish fall out of his pants. <laughs> it was kind of funny. <laughs> Oh. All right. Well, uh, and also Sean Connery great. tells him it. to break up with his wife or girlfriend or whoever that person is, like that it's not oh, going to yeah. work. He right. should just leave her because, right? Because they're really you can have no real right. love when you're you have a special mm-hmm. power. And um, he he tells him something about the gathering. Right? Yeah, the gathering? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I guess okay, later we'll when they're all that. together, like when all of these immortals are in New York City, like it's another gathering. I don't know. I have no idea. What they do, they run on the beach. It's, you said how they it's run It's adorable. On the beach. And Sean Connery's just um, having a blast. He's just yeah. running on the beach. Like he puts oh. up his arms and he's just <laughs> running and flailing all about. And then <laughs> even Christopher Lambert's like, I feel it. I feel it. This is the best. <laughs> That's when they chase the moose, right? Or what do they chase? But they don't even chase it. It's next to them, and then they just start running down the beach together. (laughs) It's so stupid. Like, it's 
so dumb. And I'm amazed by everything in this movie because nothing should be happening that I'm seeing. It doesn't make sense. This And this is part of that quickening. Just like the quickening happens when you decapitate a person and you take their... Kind of essence or whatever, right? Exactly, but but again, it's not. It never comes back. Like it never, Mm -hmm. never in this movie is Christopher Lambert like "Ah, I. I can tell what's happening in that building right now, or right, right, right. Connection to that pigeon outside my window. I know what he's doing. No, no, no. It's just this weird elk, and then that's it. Yeah, yeah, and that's the only moment that he's. Yeah, yeah. I almost um, don't want to stop talking about Sean Connery in this movie. Like, oh, that's I my favorite. don't want to move He's beyond this best. part. That's what I'm saying. If this could have just lasted for the whole thing. And it's a shame because in case people don't know, we're doing this because it's Sean Connery's birthday. And it's a shame that he's such a bit player in this movie. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's second Happy build birthday, and it Sean. makes sense because... Uh, sure. Who else are you going to put up there? But I assumed he would have a larger role in this movie. Yeah. I thought he was the Highlander. Because he's Scottish, he right? I understand. Yeah. You're like, this weird yeah, French-Russian is clearly not the Highlander. No, right? French-Russian got, well, yeah. Their fight, we talked about their fight on the cliffs looking so very fake. They do have their own sword mm. fight where I guess it's part of his training. And Sean tells him he can't have any kids even though he he wants to make babies. With his beautiful girlfriend. And then... I don't know where he goes. Where does he go? He just leaves. He's... Yeah. He's gone for a little bit. And and Sean Connery is left alone with his girlfriend. With the Heather, the girlfriend, wife, whatever she is. Why don't you guys just I, He doesn't ever out. say. No, he's just not there. <laughs> he's just not there. Well, he's... Sean Connery's telling her Ugh. stories about his mm-hmm. other wives, and a, they're drinking wine together, and they're having a great time. When all of a sudden, that Corgan guy, mm-hmm. the, the mean Russian guy, or the the bad guy, I Jamie, guess. I have to tell you, I did not expect this because this was right after no. he talked about how he needs to dump her. So I thought this scene, yes, was going to be Sean Connery seducing his wife yeah. and them having sex. And he's like, well, I just did what I thought would. She's a champ <laughs> and a floozy. I really thought that's what was going to happen. And what yeah, did happen yeah. was so much more disappointing. <laughs> yes, I know, because this is where we see the end then. This is where the end of yeah. Sean There's happens, so much right? styrofoam in this scene. Yeah. It's out of control. Every time their swords <laughs> hit... The wall, the side of this tower, it blows right. in, which doesn't make any sense physics-wise. No, no. But there's just styrofoam blocks hitting them the whole time throughout this fight. <laughs> and then you have Heather yelling and screaming every now and then. She's just screaming, yeah. Not as annoying as our screams later yeah. from our other leading lady when she's hung well, on that man, uh, marquee. Um, but yeah... Eventually, what happens? It's probably the saddest part of this. Movie oh, I was for so me. sad. When, yeah, I was so sad because first of all, we should say that Sean Connery cut the Kurgan's throat, which is why it's yes. just a big, yes. massive scar now. Gash. Yeah. But yeah. he doesn't kill him. He managed. Like he gets his sword flung away, 
And then Clancy Brown just gets him, like, on his knees and chops his head right off. Just gone. Just gone off that beautiful Just a headless Connery, and I was like, well, I don't know why I'm watching this movie anymore. Yeah, exactly. I was like, well, this is over for me Mm -hmm. as far as I'm concerned. And then Heather dies shortly after that, right? Uh, That's when. I mean, you mean when she gets old. She's killed, but. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's another flashback because there's so many flashbacks. Like this movie cannot spend ten right. minutes in any time period whatsoever. In any time, yeah. Frame, but no, no. It's got like ADT, AD, ADT, ADD. Uh, for about mm. twenty minutes, I was like, wait, wait, what happened? Because Kurgan cuts off right. his head, but Sean Connery tells right. Kurgan that that lady is his girlfriend. So then, oh, right. the very right. last yes. scene. She's like trying to get away, and you just like his hand grabs her by the throat, and he's like, or whatever. And then that's it. For the longest time, we don't hear anything about what happened because we see her later. He didn't kill her, but later we find out the awful truth. Oh, why are you laughing at this? It's terrible. (laughs) It's terrible. It is terrible. Yeah, so. Uh, in flashback form, we see that they got to kind mm-hmm. of grow old together, even though um, McCloud doesn't age because he doesn't because he's immortal. She, of course, can't have children and she ages. But there's their love is is kind of sweet, even though he's terrible. <laughs> no, they are sweet they, together. They, they really are. And I think yes, it has yes. it has way more to do with her than it does him. I mean, he's, yes, he's like a I agree. cardboard cutout, and at least she has some mm-hmm. sort of emotion. But her death scene is awful. Like when she's laying there, she's like, "Where, where?" She's laying there. Just leave me be. Yeah. Where am I? And he's like, "You're, you're on a, we're on, we're just walking in the meadow." And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Oh, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. probably concerned as to where she really is right now. Like she's not looking for a fantasy. She wants right. to make sure you're there. And like you're at home or something. Right. Tell her she's exactly. okay. You love her. Don't make up these bullcrap stories. No yeah. one wants to And hear I do it. like how she's like, just leave me alone to die. Like what kind of a person says that? Well, because she, I think she's like, you're so beautiful and so young and I'm so old. Just yeah. leave me here. I was ready for her to go. Die and go live your life. You're not as old as I am. <laughs> I was like, okay, thankfully he must have told her that at some point, maybe after the weird Scottish Egyptian Spanish man got his head cut off in front of her. (laughs) Right. He had to explain some things. Well, unlike his first wife, she didn't want him burned. She She was pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. She was like, goats are just having babies. It's great. I'm suddenly 80. This is fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, like they have a he's flashback into their life, and all of a sudden she like emerges from the lake and she's old, but but whatever. So she she's died. It's 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 current day again, and then he meets with. There's two. Well, black wait a second. Hold on. The you you did the, skip a part. Hmm, yeah. Because before we find out that oh, she's old and she died, um, this is when we find out a bit more about his secretary. She comes, um, the lady cop comes around looking for him and his secretary's like, oh, he's oh, not here. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And he shows up and this is when we get the flashback to World War II. Oh, oh. Sorry, this was between right. 
Sean Connery and when she died. Because this is also when they go on a okay, date at okay. her house, and this is when he brings the the. Oh yeah. Sorry, if you don't have the notes, I got them. She also wants to know why he lives such a lonely life and why he doesn't date anyone, <laughs> right? And he goes to her house for the date, and at first he won't take his coat off. She's like, "Can I take your coat?" Hey, like, no, right? I'm not weird? taking my coat off. Here's <laughs> this drink that I got. Here, while you're in the bedroom getting changed, I'll pour it in. No, she's not getting oh, yeah. changed. She's like, she answers the door, and she goes, "I forgot to put on my earrings," and she takes like 20 minutes to put her earrings about? on. Meanwhile, he's like snooping through her stuff. See, she has a gun. Sees this detective outside watching it. See, she set a recording. When he finds a gun, it is the it is the creepiest part of this movie because he holds it's a low shot, like the camera's low, looking up at him holding this gun yeah. and his weird vacant stare, and he's just like, "I like your place, Brenda," and I'm like, yeah. "This is." terrifying he's terrifying let's just right. be and then this is also he the part of the terrifying. movie where he's like here's a present and she opens it up and it's her book yeah. and she's all pissed and i'm like wait why is she mad i don't understand what is happening right now well because she's she's lying to him and she's saying how she works for the uh, museum or something and then but the, his, the the back of her book says that she works for the police department. He's like, oh, you're lying. You have a gun. And then the cop, there's a cop downstairs, which we never follow through on yep. that either. That there's this police officer downstairs supposedly listening to their calls. And he she was recording their conversation. But, again, we don't follow through on no, that No, none either. of this is followed through because he's like, um, hey, well, you do not trust me. I guess I'm just going to leave now. And he just leaves scene end of scene done yeah that's, that's it. it he doesn't trust yeah. her uh he said a lot of stuff about uh, wine or whiskey or something and so maybe now she's yeah, a bit creeped out or, or a bit suspicious of him and then we get the part where his uh old wife dies <laughs> That's it. Oh, right, right. That's and she asked me. him That's to okay. light a right. candle for her every year. And my thought was, oh, every year? This guy's living forever. Like, that's – like, years yeah, go by quicker as you get older. Yeah. He's yeah. not going to keep up with this, right? <laughs> he does. He does. He is very sweet. They were in love. It was his one true love, Jamie. Yeah. Sorry, but Brenda the metallurgist meant nothing to him. Not really. She was not really. She's a liar anyway. I want to know what yeah. his relationship was to his secretary. I want to know, like. Because he did care about her. He was concerned. Were they having sex when she was like in her 20s and 30s and maybe into her 40s? I yeah, don't maybe know. that's why. Like, they were... But he rescued her as a small child. Like, he leaves everything to her. At the end, he he's does. like, he you'll find a mm -hmm. safe, safe deposit box or, or whatever. Like, all the documents mm -hmm. have been drawn up. This is all yours now. And, mm -hmm. you know, so he he clearly cares for her. He cares um, about her, sure. But I just... But we don't know don't why. Know. I'm, I'm afraid of what their relationship was. <laughs> the details are hazy. Yeah. The details are hazy. Was she... Because he... When she does research, when the detective metallurgist woman does research... She finds out that his name, she does some research on him, and he's using the names of, like, dead boys, right? I of love like... that part of the movie. <laughs> that might be, and, and we're jumping ahead because this is after he meets his, 
his friend who's yeah. wearing a kimono in <laughs> Central Park. <laughs> and has another also awful accent, right? Yeah, I don't even know. Another, what the, I don't know what this guy's accent was. I couldn't pinpoint it. I, 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 and he's there for no reason. He's there for... Well, is he another one of the immortals? Yes. Is that what he is? Yes, yeah. because okay. Clancy Brown, he's the guy that gets killed in the alley when the guy with the machine gun shows up. Yes. So, yeah, he's an immortal. He is only there to meet him and to say things like, well, I remember the last time... I even forget what he says, but we flash back to powdered wig time in early yep. colonial America. But that's the only reason that guy's there. <laughs> and and throughout that scene, he's like, I remember the last time we got into some trouble. And then we flash back and I'm like, well, wait, that black guy's not even in this scene. What is Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where was the trouble with you, guy? I, right, you exactly. Even, yeah. you, did he relay this story to you? I... I don't know. No, and that and that is weird. Yeah, he's there with these 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 British men, and and they just keep stabbing him, keep and he will die. And it's like the the joke, like a weird. It's a joke, joke but he right? seems really drunk. Like that's the thing. He's super drunk. Yeah. And the other guy yeah. keeps stabbing him, but he's not dying. And then finally, he's like, "I'm so sorry. I did not mean to call your wife a warthog." Oh, yeah, And then yeah, he yeah. just walks away, and I guess they're fine. But then the guy shoots his, like, servant. Shoots his own his servant. Own servant. I, I don't. Yeah. I, none of that makes sense. I didn't sense. get that. It doesn't, it I, doesn't I think matter. that just meant, I think it was what the they do when they party, is they 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 get really drunk and they play with the idea that they're immortal. I don't know. I don't maybe know. that maybe that's um, it. Maybe that's what we're supposed to believe. But this, and I talked about, there's two cuts of this movie. Um, right. I can't imagine this made it into the final it cut because it doesn't. Be. It's the only. It has not, it's irrelevant. It's the only yeah. thing that takes place in this time period. Yeah, and it means it means nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But now we're back to modern times. Yes, and. Um, our Kurgan guy is is leaving the motel. I like it when he tells him, oh, this is the line that I could do. He tells him the the motel clerk guy is trying to talk to him, right, mm-hmm. and ask him about Candy, the hooker that he got for him or something, and he just goes, don't ever speak to me again. I can't do it. Was that it? It's pretty good. Don't ever speak to me. Yeah. And he grabs him, he like he throws him up against so... the mailbox. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Clancy Brown. I don't. I don't know if you remember the only other movie where Clancy Brown was an actor, and it was uh, Buckaroo. SpongeBob? Nope, Buckaroo Banzai. Oh. <laughs> I know he was in the SpongeBob oh, yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah. Don't worry, I did my Clancy Brown research. Um, he was. In, he was like the one. The one and only guy of. Um, Buckaroo's posse that died. Do you remember? Oh, he was killed yeah. In that movie. Anyway, yeah. Of course, I remember. Yeah. Love that movie. I know you loved it. Clancy Brown goes to find the guy wearing a kimono that. Um, right. That uh, what's his name? Oh my god! Uh, who knows his name? Connor McCloud was just talking yeah. to, and they right. get into a fight in an alley, into a dirty yep. New York scuzzy alley. Right. A concerned citizen sees it. <laughs> Who is 
this guy? And, and why are the cops then later like, hey, we know you. You're super cool. I guess you were just out like vigilante fighting crime. With your machine gun. He's you know, like, like you do. And he also has his shirt has like a, a target on it. Like a, like crosshairs oh, on yeah. it, and it says something like "Hey, you commies!" And I couldn't read what was at the bottom. And I was kind of <laughs> upset. He he shoots up the guy, mm-hmm. or sh- he shoots up the Corrigan. The Corrigan first of all kills the one guy, right? And then he gets shot up, and we think he's dead because he's shot right in the middle. But nay, he's immortal. And then he takes his knife, his, the Corrigan, his sword, his sword. Yes. And he, like, impales this machine he gun He lifts guy. him up, too. Yes. But P.S., he survives. Because, again, later the cops Severed spine? Him. Not a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> You're all right. <laughs> when the cops question him, did you notice... Okay, so the cops question him because they are looking for what they think is McLeod, right. but really it's this Russian guy that's beheading everybody. <laughs> and... They go to this hospital that looks like this dingy, like, I don't know, like... It like does not look like a hospital. hospital <laughs> that. Right? What about how... Did you notice how when they walk in his room, he's got a big bowl of apples yep. on the table? <laughs> yep. Exactly. And for a guy who was impaled with a gigantic sword, he seems An apple a okay. day. Like, he does not yeah. seem to be in any pain. He, nope. It's... Just he just has a little bandage around his belly. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He's doing. It's almost right. like yeah. if you had just gotten your ear ripped off or something, you'd probably be in more pain than this guy is right now. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He's doing pretty good for just yeah. being impaled. Oh, well, we talked about how when after he after the Corgan impales him, I like how you're calling um, him Corgan. Like it makes me think of like Billy Corgan from the Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Kurgan. Oh, Kurgan. <laughs> well, he. This is when he um, he carjacks the old couple, and he takes the old lady. Throws first the in. old man out, and then gets in the car mm-hmm. with the old lady, and he tells her mom. He's like, "Mom," <laughs> <laughs> and he has he has so much fun when he's in cars in this movie. <laughs> yes, he At does. At one point, he does this. This old lady is out on, like, she's hanging on the windshield in the hood of this car. Yeah, yeah. we don't see what happens to her. I kind of wish that No. I know. We don't see. Yeah, no, we don't. We just know that he goes goes for a joyride to the church, I guess, because that's the next time we see him. Before that, there's the, the... where um, the lady oh. detectives does the research and what's the handwriting? What is happening that with does? that? What is that? That is not real software, right? <laughs> and what are they proving? What is that? He's got a bunch they of look names. At the signature. One yeah. is like Richard Nash or the last name, and then it takes letters from all the other names and it puts them together to form the last name. And the guy who did this, the nerdy cop, I guess, is what he is. Looks at yeah. her and he's like. I can only imagine that this guy's been alive for hundreds of thousands of years and he's just using names of dead people. So clearly that's what's happening here. And I'm like, what? He's not just a forger? (laughs) (laughs) And he says it with a straight face. Because I was ready after he laid out the entire backstory of this character for him to go, but that's bullshit. Like, that can't be right. Right, No, he doesn't say that. He knows what's going on here. 
No, that's how they solve it. Because he has, like, Microsoft Office handwriting analysis. <laughs> it is the silliest thing I've ever seen it's in a movie. It's very random. It's very random. Oh. Yeah, that's that's how he puts it. The, uh, oh, yeah. It's a weird way to it's figure great. out that he's really from the 1700s. And she believes it. She's like, well, she's met this creepo. She's like, oh, no wonder he's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah. from this he's time not period, from I this guess. time. Oh, he's an immortal. <laughs> I've read about these in my Metalargy books. <laughs> in a book on lead, it's like, if someone lives forever, she's like, this is a great chapter. I can't wait to find out what this has to do with lead. <laughs> oh. All right. But now, um, as you mentioned earlier, McLeod promised his wife, his his favorite of his wives, I guess, Heather, that he would light a candle mm-hmm. for her. Every year on her birthday, light a candle so for me. So he is in a beautiful church. He is lighting And a we're candle. also in, in the most throwaway line of Sean Connery he talks about how they can't fight or won't kill each other in on like hallowed ground oh yeah they're also not supposed to be angry or something with each other or be bitter oh really there's a moment when um, he says something the 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 Corgan mm-hmm. Kurt Kurgan yep, the, yep, Bill says Corgan's to him like, like didn't you learn anything down. from 1979 I don't know. That's my <laughs> Smashing Pumpkins impression. You're all over yep. the place with your impressions for the Highlander. I love it. And that was actually um, just Christopher Lambert singing it. <laughs> That's what I thought right you were doing. Like, yeah, Shakedown, 1979. <laughs> we were cool kids. We never had the time. <laughs> That's all I know from that stupid song. <laughs> that was really good, though. That was really right. good. <laughs> Oh, this is when the Russian gives, or the Corgan gives himself a haircut, right? Or he has a haircut. He's great. His head is, like, weird and lumpy, and he's, like, it's a bad bald cap. It looks like it hurts, yeah. Right, exactly. Because it looks like some parts just have slices out of his head. But then there's one side, they'll show from one angle, and there's, like, a huge bit of hair just, like, hanging down, like, wrapped around, right? It's like he did it with his sword. And oh. he was just like, well, whatever I can do, yeah. I'll get. It's almost like he put that gigantic um, sword together and then cut his hair rather than just taking a little <laughs> piece of it, which would have been a lot easier. This is, though, so in the church now is where um, he reveals <gasps> to McLeod about what oh, no. really happened oh, no. with his wife. Oh. And I like it. This is a very busy church, right? There's a lot of people in the church. There's nuns walking around. There's a lot of reaction shots of people like trying to pray and be like, would they shut up with this nonsense? We're trying to pray here. <laughs> Did he just say he raped her wife? <laughs> just say that what? and then laugh a lot? What is with his haircut? <laughs> and I do like even one of the priests comes over and he's like, you are people are trying to pray in here and he's like i forget what he says to the priest I, what's his reaction oh i don't i don't remember but he licks okay. his hand which is pretty great yeah 
He licks his hand and then he like twirls and like air punches and stuff. He does a dance. Yeah, he does this crazy dance. Again, that's like it's almost like because they're talking and he tells Connor McCloud that he raped his wife and Connor McCloud seems right. mildly upset by this. And then yeah, yeah. when he leaves, it's like, oh, the movie can start. I'll be now. The carpet's yeah. jumping and kicking. He's like looking at nuns. He's like, blah, 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 nuns. Blah. And I'm like, oh, this is like a fun movie now that our main character yeah. has left set. Right, right. <laughs> Oh, this is when the female cop shows up and he shows her his treasure room. I was just going to say, the lady room. detective. Yeah, he shows her his, his, his... And he explains to her how I've been alive for four and a half centuries. I cannot die. And just like her weird reaction to this is Brandy from, you know, the 1700s. He tells her I've been alive this long and I can't ever die. She goes, well, we all have our problems, yeah, what, I guess. So much of what she <laughs> yeah. says... From here on out, and she doesn't have that many lines, are just these weird no. quips. And I'm like, why what are, are you, you saying? saying? Yeah. You're not likable. <laughs> she's saying you're not likable? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, you're she's right. Not. No. She's yeah. not likable. She's so bland. Mm-hmm. Like that, like the, the overweight older cop that she's kind of teamed with is way more oh, charismatic yeah. than she is. And we haven't even I talked agree. about that guy because he doesn't do anything, but... He seems like yeah, a cop. Like, that guy's probably just played a cop throughout his entire career. Yeah, that's what but, I Yeah, but he was more fun than of, she yeah. is. They mm. should have had a love affair. <laughs> he had not gone. Yeah. Yeah. They accused him of being gay anyway. Yeah. He should have went uh-huh. for it. He makes... This is when they, they're talking and he makes her oh stab oh him, God. right? Yeah. And then they make love. Then he starts stabbing her with his penis. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's like a smash cut of Rory Lyons at the zoo right oh, after Oh, yeah. What is that? I don't know. What is that? I don't know. Because then this is when – I think this is her last lines of the movie because even when she's a damsel in distress, she does nothing but scream. Scream. Annoyingly scream. This is when she puts three lines in a row. I had to write these down because they don't make any sense in a row. But she says all this in a row. She says, you know what's weird? Most people are afraid to die. You're afraid to live. Don't lose your head. And that is it. Done. Oh, yeah, Scene. Yeah. She's done from this movie. <laughs> and that's, she makes a joke about him having his head cut off. And that's her last line of this movie. And that's all? Well, except, oh, you know what? No, she probably says stuff when the Kurgan has her in the car. Like... Or Kurgan. Is he the Kurgan or Kurgan? Is his is that his name or is that his race? I think he's Kurgan. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> she probably has some lines in the car that are stupid too. No, I think she just She screams. does scream a lot. And then she oh, takes a no, nap. Maybe. She takes a nap and then <laughs> It's exhausting. It's hard. It's hard being kidnapped. I mean she's tired you though. See? Like it was a long day of Having sex and going to yeah. the zoo. Visiting lions yeah, at the and zoo, then, I guess. Right, yeah. and then she's kidnapped. It is a long day for her. It's hard. It's not easy, you know, for this lady detective whose name's we And after um, this, when, when when he kidnaps her in the car and he's playing chicken for a while, and he's having so much fun with this. It, it, oh, he oh, loves driving great. the car like a crazy man. When yeah. she's napping, he's pointing at things. Like, he's... <laughs> 
it's like a sightseeing <laughs> tour because he starts seeing like billboards and signs. He's like, oh, look at that. There's Yankee Stadium there. And, and she's just snoozing <laughs> in the passenger seat. This is when did she he she gets hung from a sign, right? right? Yes. It's her. like the final showdown. They yes. fight. Yeah. They fight while she screams, basically. Yes. Basically. <laughs> Basically. They're, they're, <laughs> literally, she just screams as they fight. Yes. As they fight. Right. At one point she does, she blocks one of, she somehow, because they fight so much that <sighs> all the letters get knocked down, she gets knocked off of the letter that she's been tied to. They go inside to, at one point. She, yes. Yes. Now, I she do. Block one there of the, isn't, there isn't much to say about this movie that, that is like technically good in a movie making way. I really enjoyed the final fight scene. Like, it was, like, the choreography oh. was good. The fact that they're fighting in the water, like, the water tower falls. Oh, there's yeah, they're in water. Everywhere. Yeah, like, yeah. even when they're inside against mm -hmm. the windows, a lot of it is, like, silhouette fighting, I'm sure, because they were just yeah. stunt doubles. But, like, it looked good, I thought. I'm not it saying is. you need to share my opinions, yeah. but I was pretty impressed with how the last fight of this movie looked. By this time of the movie, I was over it. I was like, is Sean Connery coming back? He's not. By this time in the movie, just, and you were like, why I, do we have 10 minutes left? Isn't this the last fight scene? And you didn't know that yeah. there was like a huge illustration fucking nonsense with lightning and smoke at the, oh my God, the end of this movie. Uh, All right. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> this is exactly how I felt at the end of the movie. I was just like, <laughs> I, I, yeah. they have this epic battle. Finally, the Corgan goes right. The, the, the Corgan loses his head. He's done. And the quickening that happens is so intense. Like the most intense quickening there's, there's lightning, there's smoke, there's there's there's, there's computer there's, there's like, animation, yeah. not not computer animation, yeah, but there's like a lightning monster cell animation yeah. over the top of this, like something out of Fantasia, basically. Like monsters yes. and yes. teeth and and yeah, mm -hmm. it it is and it goes on for so long. Very because long. Very long. this is me assuming something. Is he is now the only one, right? Well, there can only be one. Because even at one point, he's fighting with Sean Connery. He's like, hey, hey, when we are the last ones, would you kill me? Which makes me wonder, like, well, why was Sean Connery, ch like, training him in the first place? Like, if there can only be one, why are you helping him? And why is his good buddy in the kimono like, <laughs> that was great when you when you fight that guy and he stabbed you a lot. And <laughs> yeah, and there's a bad so, guy yeah. in town. Uh, are we enemies? I don't know because there can be only one. <laughs> well, I'm guessing maybe it was his the the timing of what she was. I don't know why he is the only chosen one, but I know the Corgan guy must have been the guy to beat, and maybe that was it. None of them. He was the one that could beat him and become the only one. I don't know. Sure, I, why not? I, I, yep. These are just Billy guesses. Corgan wins the day this, at the end. <laughs> No, oh, Billy, Billy Corgan, Corgan gets his head. Yeah, because because no, McLeod yeah. like 
it's pretty good because he slices him and like reopens Sean Connery's wound. Yeah, right and his where it's just like yes, yeah, Sean just comically tips backwards tips as he's back. still like yeah, yeah, yeah. flailing around with his sword. And then yeah, animation yeah. pours out of his neck. And yeah, then then then, then the quickening, the quickening, right. and then then he is all knowing and he is all oh, powerful. Oh God, we get to listen to and his voiceover. Yeah. Right? He just wants to yep. go home. If you didn't hear him talk enough, we get a whole voiceover at the end with him like, hey, 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 and I can now hear the thoughts of everybody on the planet. Yeah. I, I remember my good friend Ramirez. And then thankfully we get a little bit from Sean Connery. Oh, yeah. Then finally we do get a little more Sean Connery. Well, we still – we get flashback scenes. Like we get – snippets of the training montage and stuff for some reason at the end of this movie like remember Sean Connery was in this everybody it's like <laughs> right. they tease you it's like they tease you yeah yeah and they're back in Scotland at the end like having a picnic on a mountainside because he's back home where he wanted to be anyway I think I know how you feel so I'm gonna let's let's wait yeah. on your thoughts because here's what I have to say this is a terrible movie <laughs> But you should see this. Like, people should see this movie to understand that it exists because I was I was never bored by this. Like, every scene... Because of all the action, because you don't know what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, but also because it was way more ridiculous than I thought it was going to be. Like, if it was pure action yeah. with people that knew what they were doing, fine, this may have been an entertaining and quote-unquote good movie, but I think just the decisions of casting and everything made this so wildly enjoyable and confusing on every level I would say that yes people should see this movie because it's terrible in all the right ways you don't have to agree with me <laughs> no but I, I kind of do I see your point because here's my thing too like even I'm going to skip ahead to my recommendation because I had a hard time recommend with finding a recommendation because besides the Spongebob movie. And I did think for a second, I was trying to think of other like Scottish movies. And the only one I could think of was So I Married an Axe Murderer, which has nothing to do with sword fighting. So Didn't Braveheart like win I Best thought, Picture? <laughs> well, yeah. Nobody yeah, wants well. to recommend a Mel Gibson movie. I understand that. <laughs> no, but but I, I what I thought was, you know how I like to sometimes do a recommendation with maybe a different cast? Yes. I thought I would recommend that either... They came through and actually made Sean Connery the Highlander. Or if if it was just cast better, if there was a better person playing McLeod, I couldn't think of who I would want that to be. Though I was, I did try right. to maybe Patrick Swayze. That, I don't know. That would be amazing. That I don't know why. Amazing. I just somebody else. I think then I would have actually enjoyed the movie a little more because you're right for there it's not like you got bored in it it was just ridiculous because of the the flashbacks and forwards and and the terrible just absolutely horrible acting but i think it would have been a little more fun and enjoyable if it was if there was a better actor in it i i will say too when we first saw sean connery i had a i had a nice uh memory of um Zorro the Gateway <laughs> because his outfit and just when he appeared I was like oh he's, he's beautiful. like a big banana I just thought of George Hamilton yeah <laughs> but but yeah so so I guess I kind of agree with you in that even though I didn't enjoy the movie I probably would have enjoyed it 
with a different right. cast. So I guess I recommend it just to see. And I know that this has a cult following. I know, like, my husband Barry yeah. loves this movie or, and watched it, I guess, a lot in, in his college days. And it, It's, it's um, crazy, but it's yeah. crazy in the way that I completely understand why people would like yeah, yeah, but I don't, I don't know, because I think there are people that legitimately like this movie as a movie, and don't just think sure. of it as a bad canon film. Like it's not like Masters of the Universe or something like that that people just watch and laugh at. Like I think right. people watch this movie and really enjoy it, and I can see that sure. that movie's there. It's just that you have to like Christopher Lambert and female cop are in the way of that movie. <laughs> like they're getting in yeah. the way. And yeah, maybe the fact that there's yeah. wrestling at the beginning. Like if you get rid of that and you replace those characters, you know, and I, I know I was joking about it, but like if Mel Gibson in nineteen eighty six was in this movie. Yeah. Yes. Oh, totally. Totally yeah. completely great. Yes. Whatever. You you mm-hmm. you find some woman who's again i'm just in the 80s phoebe cates plays female cop i'm totally down with it love it boom great because we do not I'm we also do not need another yep. woman with big poofy curly frizzy hair we've already had yeah. two yep yep let's change your look there cloud change your, look. Cloud. Change your yep. yeah change your your what yep. you're into yeah but what is your recommendation uh, though my you re- have okay a good one? wait before i get to my recommendation something i wanted to say off the top oh, now yeah. I did do this for our patrons. I uh, let them know mm. I recorded something and sent it to them. But I do want to say to everybody listening, first of all, we do have a Patreon page. If you go to patreon.com yes, slash movies, you can donate to the show. But, Jamie, we have hit a milestone, and our milestone is <gasps> that our show is 100% funded by patrons. Our what? website is paid for by patrons. We were about to run out of episodes on iTunes where old ones would have to go away and to make room for new ones. No, we have received enough donations to increase the amount of shows that can be there. So we will get into the hundreds without having to lose old episodes. So I do want to thank everyone that has donated to the show um, yes, we grazie. really appreciate it and we will give you guys more stuff certainly uh, but if you are interested mm-hmm. in donating you get uh, bonus episodes and other nonsense I did put in the clip um, from <laughs> of where you got the uh, where your obsession of titular came from I put that <laughs> up there again this is just me stealing Excellent. audio from YouTube and putting it up so I'm not saying it's great bonus content but it's there for it's those bonus. donors. Yeah. And yeah, we really do appreciate it. And again, I, I don't know. Yeah, that's awesome. I don't know if people are, uh, you know, contributing to the show for the bonus content or just because they enjoy what we're doing. But we really do appreciate it. It's it's we amazing do. that anybody would do it. So if you're interested, go over and check it out. Um, my Thank recommendation. You is a movie um, starring Jared Leto called Mr. Nobody. Did you happen to watch it? Because it's like, it's always... No! For the longest time, it was recommended to me on, 
either Amazon or or uh, Netflix. I don't remember which one, but it's really cool because, and it has to do with living forever. It's in the future, and we as mankind have developed like a way to live forever. And it's about mm-hmm. Jared Leto, who is going to be the last person to die. So he's like a hundred plus ah. years old. He's going to be the last person to die, and it's a neat like flip like on the fact that. I yeah. enjoy Jared Leto. And the That's idea that great. now yeah. we're like kind of interested in the idea of living forever and these people are just interested in the idea of dying and death that it's never ever going to happen again. So it's it like it's him talking about three events in his life that were really important and it's neat because it goes off and it's mm. like, okay, this event, if it happened this way, this would have happened if it happened this way or if it happened this way. It's a long movie. It's over two and a half hours long. And there's like a three-hour cut of it too. But it's really, really interesting and it's worth the time if people want to check it out. All right. Awesome. Nice recommendation. Very good. Jamie, next – nope, not next week. We've been doing this for almost three years and I don't know that we don't do it every week. (laughs) In two weeks, we will be releasing an episode that we've already recorded. In advance, on location. on location, in the Pacific Northwest, the wilderness of the Pacific sure. Northwest, by the way. And it's also my birthday pick in that I guess I kind of picked a movie because there were a few that I could have picked from. But we're going to be right. talking about a little movie about a Bigfoot Sasquatch guy. <laughs> <laughs> who is taken in by John Lithgow and his family called Harry and the Hendersons. Awesome. Awesome. And I do say that we already recorded this in the woods, mm-hmm. in the forests of Oregon, folks. Like, we were really there. This is not just yeah. a joke. Like, we were really no. there yeah. together because we've been amazing. Together. Is that weird or what? Yeah. No, what's what mm-hmm. podcasters do? That's why the patronage is <laughs> yes, patronized, sure. right? You guys paid for us to fly <laughs> to Oregon <laughs> and get drunk and record a podcast. <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. But that's what we did. We did. We went there and we sat in the woods and we, we recorded this podcast about Harry and the Hendersons. So that's our next episode. So everybody go out, watch it. Uh, it is on Netflix. Is that where you watched it? Mm-hmm. Did you find, okay. That is. Uh, I got a picture of you watching it on a plane. <laughs> yeah, I downloaded oh, you did? it okay. somehow yeah, right. onto my iPad. Well, it's on Netflix. It's right it. there. Yeah. Um, so everybody certainly yeah. watch that. Uh, in anticipation for the episode in two weeks. And take yourself take, to the yeah, forest, in the too, woods. if you can. Watch it in the woods. It's scarier yeah. than it's meant to be. I assume <laughs> if you're in the woods and there might be a family of giant monsters behind you. But also, <laughs> uh, the one thing I did want to say is, um, also a couple of things real quick, is... We are releasing this episode in two weeks that we've already recorded and we've already cut together, but we are not taking that time off because we are recording our Mm. bonus episode, which will go to patrons, is a bonus horror episode, and the movie is – wait, what's the movie? Do you remember? I picked it. You did. Yeah. You sorority. Oh, House on Sorority Row. (laughs) 
is the movie. Yes, yes. <laughs> so we will be recording that, and that will go on our Patreon page to patrons. So if you want that episode, if you want to listen to us do three horror movies this year, that's how you get the third one. And why that's would you not you want to do hear it. that? That's how you do it. Um, and also, <laughs> oh, we are opening submissions for horror movie recommendations. We do this every year where oh, for, you guys get to pick the movie. Yeah. And if we pick the movie that you suggested, you'll get stuff. I'll send you something. He does it, too. I'm not saying that I have a few Blu-rays sitting around here <clears throat> for scary movies, but I might. And I might open them and then watch them and then send them to you. But either way. Who knows? Maybe they're previews. You don't know. I'm going to make sure that they're good enough to give you guys. But I might have a few things sitting around. So tweet at us, Facebook at us, whatever. Get those recommendations in and we'll pick. That'll be in four weeks. Oh, my God. I can't stand how fast the Oh, I was going to say, it seems like a long time away. I don't oh, really? To me, it's so... Four weeks October? Like, yeah. I mean, four weeks until we announce what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for sticking with us through this. This was a super fun episode. I had so much fun talking about this goofy-ass movie. There can only be one. There can only be one. Although there were four movies and a TV series that lasted like six seasons. <laughs> That's crazy. All right. If you want to argue with us, you know where to find us. Because people love this shit out of this movie. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Alright everybody, we will see you in two weeks. Watch Harry and the Hendersons. Go to Oregon. Goodbye. Go to Oregon. I mean go to Oregon. Go to work. Go to work. Go to Oregon. Working. You're probably listening to this at work. Your boss knows what's going on. Uh, <laughs> Goodbye. My cries start and before i introduce and and everything like yeah. that i do just yeah. do, how mm. long was the movie that you watched <laughs> too long no <laughs> um <laughs> 500 years no how old were they like sean connery said he was 2000 oh, years old he had, oh, had three wives oh, only three in those 2000 years yeah well, i was kind of surprised he, he, Listen, he wasn't like he got it. He understood after the third wife. He's like, this is not for me. Love was not his his thing. Yeah, no. catching peacocks and attaching their feathers to his beautiful well, bounty. Only because was, only because there are two cuts of this movie. 
Oh. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't know that before I watched it and I didn't know that until like an hour ago. Um, mine was an hour and 50 minutes. Yeah, mine was Is that yours? Long. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. I think right. I got the full, uh, I think I got the full <laughs> lander. <laughs> you, because you just said what? well, this seems unnecessary. <laughs> I would have, I would have cut this entire conversation. Yes, I don't even exactly. think we need that character. No, no, I didn't need him to be in love with a modern day woman. There were multiple characters where I was like, wait, why are they? Oh, now they're gone. Okay, I guess there was no reason why the black man was in this movie. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right, okay, I need to start because I started us off with this. Okay, go ahead. Podtron. This podcast is part of the Podtron Podcast Network. For more, visit podtron.wordpress.com and Podtron Network on Twitter and Facebook.